Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. <laughs> You're an equivocator, Lawrence. That's how you get to be on this show. Equivocation, huh? Yeah, that's why you get to do sunrise. I'm trying to prod him and get his juices flowing here at the start of the program by saying something I thought would incense him, but it didn't. Why don't you get your darn vaccine? What is that? I'm going to get it soon. Are you happy now? Okay. Well, believe me, you need a shot of something, brother. All right. <laughs> All right. Wow. Welcome aboard, everybody. So we start out with some frivolity. Welcome on board. Uh, we are on the mark. WDKOK's live telephone talk show, 830 to 10 a.m. on WDKOK Sunbury. On the mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com, and you can text us at 70236. We would just uh, love to hear from you today. And I want to tell you about a particular vehicle that they're selling at the Sunbury Motor Company. It is the only Sunbury Motor Company vehicle that we have pitched on this show that I actually drove. Uh, They cover up the seat and the steering wheel with plastic, and nobody gets to drive with you while you're in it, and then they sanitize it and run it through the ultraviolator. Well, in your case, that would be a wise decision generally. (laughs) (laughs) They put it through the ultraviolator. I think they got to come up with another name for that. It just sounds terrible. But uh, yeah, sounds like something Governor Cuomo would be doing. (laughs) <laughs> you work on better versions of that, please. Okay. All right. the 20, uh, Joe, when his engine is a V8, he is a ultraviolator. Right, right. There we go. All right. Yeah, this V6 that you have now, you're doing much better. The 2021 Mustang Mach-E Premium, though, does not have any engine at all whatsoever. It has a 266-horsepower electric motor, 217 pounds of uh, torque, uh, foot-pounds of uh, torque, 100% electric, and it doesn't even have a transmission. It just has a speed, slow or holy smokes. It goes 270 miles on a single charge and goes 0 to 60 in 4.8 seconds. Seconds, if you have a 220 external outlet that you want to hook up at, at your home, that's fine. But you can plug it on 110. Uh, it would take about six hours to get a full charge on 110, but about uh, two hours on 220. So that's what you want to do. Get your dryer connection outside or out in the garage. Uh, the, one of the greatest things is on a morning like this, you give it two minutes. And when you come out, the seats and steering wheel are heated. They have electronic heaters in them. And the uh, heater box doesn't have a heat exchanger with the engine. It's an electric heater. So it's like a space heater and it heats up the motor right away. It's like having your own heat pump in the car. So there's no warming up to do in the vehicle. You just turn it on and it is ready to go. It has a wireless phone charging pad, Bang & Olufsen 10 speaker sound system. 56000 bucks is the sticker price. And what they'll do is they're letting a lot of people drive this. So you say to yourself, well I don't want that one. Well that's exactly how this is working 
work and they sanitize it. They cover everything with a little sheet and then you drive it and see how you like it. And then you order it and pick and choose the one that you want. Now, this is the premium, but Joe wants the GT version that goes zero to 60 in about three seconds. So that's an opportunity for you to even go a lot faster. And guess what? It is an SUV. It's all-wheel drive, has good ground clearance, doesn't look like a traditional Mustang, really, but it's a great uh, vehicle, and I got to drive it, and I can't wait to drive that. And I also have an F-150 on order, so we're going to put this Mustang in the back of that in case it ever runs out of power. So check it out, the Mustang Mach-E at the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. Point to something, Joe. Say something. I was going to say that this morning, I, I say our first call wants to talk about the border, and that was the first thing I brought out this morning. I couldn't believe this one. And I'm sure that our caller will want to comment on it. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi pointed fingers at former President Donald Trump, insinuating that he's to blame for the crisis at the border. Trump is to blame? Yeah, he's to blame for the crisis during an appearance on ABC News this week. This is a humanitarian challenge to all of us, she said. What the administration has inherited is a broken system at the border, and they are looking to correct that. Come on. I can't believe she could say that with a straight face. When Donald Trump was the president, he put in policies that I don't think were inhumane. Uh, maybe the kids in cages thing was, was not so good, but now we've got kids stuffed everywhere down there at the border. And it certainly isn't Donald Trump's fault. I mean, I'll blame the guy for what he did, but this mess at the border belongs to Joseph Biden and the Democratic Party in Washington. Well, this, the increase in border uh, crossings started last fall, long before Joe Biden got in. But some of his policies have made it very hard for either the Border Patrol or for people in Texas to cope with this. And of course, there's a surge that's happening just like there was in 2019, just like there was in 2014 and in between. So I, I think, you know, President Trump, you, you can blame him for making decisions you don't feel are sound, but you're right. This surge is in part brought on by the pandemic has been winding down for a while in Central America, plus the situation, the, the economy there is more desperate than ever, and the uh, oh, those gangs. Uh, Joe, come on, I'm, I'm 80 years old here. Uh, cartels, the cartels, cartels right? yes, yes, are, are, are more more powerful than ever. So that that's contributing to the surge. Plus, the message got out that the, they thought Joe Biden was going to be more amenable to having them cross legally or illegally. And in for some individuals, for children, that is true. President Trump turned kids away at the border. You could be four years old by yourself, and they would turn you around and say, walk back towards the south, follow to walk towards the sun, you know, no matter any age. And, you know, President Biden says, well, he's not going to do that. Well, now we have what, 10,000 children in custody. So uh, it's going to... it's going to be, you know, this I mean, is going to keep even, going. Even Biden is saying, not now. You know, don't come now. But yet they're all sporting T-shirts well, that say, uh, well, they're Biden, not all. let there's, me in. There's one group of 20-some <laughs> T-shirts out oh, there. Oh, there's more than that, buddy, more than that. Well, and you think Joe Biden distributed those? I think somebody <laughs> distributed them in his well, name. definitely <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, Joe Biden doesn't give out T-shirts. All right. So that's that. Uh, we have Stan on the line. And, uh, well, we, talk to Stan. He's got a good comment, I'm sure, about Stan. the U.S.-Mexico. Border. <laughs> hey, Mark, you said one thing I agree with there. The surge is, uh, is completely, completely the fault of Joe Biden and his rhetoric about giving these people amnesty and so on and so forth. So that's why it's start now. I just listened to the news, your CBS bottom of the hour news, 
And they said, How, what was it? Over 7,000 unaccompanied minors in custody down on the southern border. Was that the right number? That sounds right. I think it Okay. Now, and they also said the FEMA's getting involved, and they're going to treat them kids like it's a dis- national uh, a disaster. Well, Biden says it's just a, what did he say? It's not, not a crisis. It's a challenge. Well, when FEMA, FEMA gets involved, it becomes a disaster. Now, this isn't a natural disaster. This is a man-made disaster because of the things Joe Biden has started doing. Started doing after he supposedly won the election. I'll put the word supposedly in there, but he did. He's in the office, so there he is. He's the one that started, yep, we're going to give these people amnesty and blah, blah, blah. If you're here before the end of the year, you'll get, uh, you know, pathway to citizenship and we'll give you amnesty. That's all on Joe Biden. And for Pelosi to come out, and I see, Joe, I did forget about that. I did see a blurb about that, but I didn't read it. About Pelosi blaming Trump for this, she must have been four vodkas in when she uh, had that interview. <laughs> Maybe five. <laughs> well, could have been, yeah. You know, it just, the whole thing, you know, is made, you know, is going on because of what Biden and his crew are doing. Not because of anything Trump did. Trump had was building a wall. They stopped the wall, so they give them a clear pathway. They funnel them into a certain area. And then what they do, they said they're taking all the technology off the border that would monitor the border. Isn't that what we were told before Trump built his wall that, oh, we've got modern technology been used to monitor the border so we don't have to put a wall up. And then they're removing it? Yeah, Things aren't making sense, are they? I forgot about that. They did argue against the wall based on it wasn't necessary. So if it works so well, the stuff that wasn't necessary or made the wall unnecessary, why isn't it working now? That's a good question. Well, because they're removing it. Yeah, I think you can blame the current surge of adults, many of whom are getting turned away just as President Trump did. But uh, mo- while well, nearly all kids get in now, there's, I think they said like 4% uh, get turned away or, or go the other way if they're uh, upper teens kids. But, but isn't the humanitarian event, crisis part of this the fact that they're coming un- unaccompanied, Mark? Doesn't that bother you? Joe, they're yeah. being let into the U.S. and they're being put in camps. But so, why are they being sent here in the first place yeah. unaccompanied? <laughs> Well, first How do you send a four-year-old thousands of miles by themselves? Okay, you, you guys have now asked six questions. You're, I don't care if you ask me 99 questions, but if you want any answers to any of them, you both have to stop. Okay? So Boy, he's, okay. Na- he's nasty today. Well, I'm just, I don't care. You can ask me 99 questions on the show if you wanted to, but we just won't get to the answers. First of all, let's talk about Nancy Pelosi blaming this on President Trump. I do don't think I, I think the border's been mishandled by President Trump, but I don't think that you can blame his policies for um, for the surge now. Other than the pan, you know, when the pandemic was underway, he said, "Okay, enough, enough with the kids." Also, you know, we're turning them away. So even if you're literally four years old, you get to a border patrol, they direct you, they point you toward, they say, "Walk towards the sun and go the other way." That's a harsh policy. Now that's over, and the pandemic is winding <laughs> down, even there. And so, to that end. That that would allow you know more people to say okay or more kids to say okay now I'm going to go you know I'm less than eighteen I'm going there, but but President Trump didn't you know increase the cartels he didn't make the economy flatter in Central America he didn't make the pandemic occur nor wind down there uh, and so I, I I don't know what she means that it's bad now she can strongly disagree with what Trump did and that's her prerogative but I don't think you can blame him for this surge. 
uh, under any circumstances, in my view. Well, she said, this is another quote from her, this again is a transition from what was wrong before to what is right. So how is this right? (laughs) Of all the stupid statements that woman has ever made, this one takes the cake. Okay. Yeah. Not only the cake, it takes the bread and the cheese and everything (laughs) else. And all the baked goods. All right, Stan, we'll give you another another 30 seconds. Go ahead, Stan. They make it takes the potatoes, Joe. That's how they make vodka, isn't it? Oh yeah, that uh, sounds right. <laughs> oh, oh, it's just pathetic. You know, in my opinion, Trump was too easy on at the border. I wish he had put, you know. To my opinion, the wall should be a hundred feet high, a hundred feet deep, from coast to coast, from the Pacific Ocean to the, you know, the Gulf of Mexico, with intersecting machine gun towers on it to take care of any of the cartel problems that come across. That's just my opinion, because we have a border, we have a nation. And what we're going on right now is an invasion. And until that's stopped, we're not going to ever solve this problem. All right. Thank you so much, Fair Stan. Enough, Stan. Very much appreciated. Yeah, thanks. We'll work thanks on Mark. In. Maybe there's hope for him. Who knows? <laughs> I have the answers to all your other questions. <laughs> all right. Yeah, Joe sent me an article about immigration, so now I know everything. Uh, Mike, you're on the mark. Thank you so much for weighing in on this important topic. I do believe it is important, and I uh, pretty much agree with everything the previous caller just said when he when he termed it an invasion. Okay, now a little bit of background: you may have heard about Coca-Cola. They put out a mandate that any legal company representing them must have interviews set up for lawyers, and the interview quotas are. The people on it have to look like America. There has to be a certain percentage of blacks, a certain percentage of whites, and a certain percentage of Asians. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. Yeah, so Coke Coke has demanded that you interview a certain number of blacks. Well, personally, I believe that that's counterproductive for for, uh, the Coca-Cola company, and I don't really care whether they're successful or not. That's their business. If they want to make bad decisions in that, we could explain that at another time, but that basically shows how important racial quotas are becoming to this country. You know, we keep hearing about we need to have so many blacks, so many whites, and on and on and on. Well, what we have on the southern border, and this is the Democrats' term, they, they phrase that as brown people. You know, they're always talking about brown people this, brown people that, and what we have is an invasion of brown people into this country. Well. They like to call that invasion immigration. Well, if it is immigration, then we need to look at how many brown people are coming across the border and see if that brown people invasion or immigration, whatever you want to call it, is in proportion to the number of brown people that are here because we want to have quotas. I mean, the Democrats always want quotas, so in this case, I want quotas too. So I think what they're doing by letting unrestrained numbers of brown people come across the border is... uh, opposite of what the Democrats say they believe in. Well, it is opposite of what they say they believe in, and people like Barack Obama are on record, back when he was a senator, of saying that the border crisis is a crisis and it needed to be stopped. Now, all of a sudden, we don't want to stop it. I can't figure that out. If it was a crisis for Bill Clinton, it was a crisis for Barack Obama, suddenly now it's not a crisis, and we're we're opening the gates and telling people, come on in. Well, I think President Biden has a comprehensive immigration policy in mind, and I know he's going to, if he hasn't already, will introduce legislation 
administration that, you know, will deal with all of these various aspects, as probably every president has tried to do while they were in office. But that doesn't do anything now. I mean, his executive orders to allow kids to come in, and that changes that. But it doesn't resolve the issues associated with uh, illegal crossings or the wall. Of course, you know, he stopped building the wall, so uh, the extensions or renovations of the wall, so that is done. So, yeah, I, I think you can blame President Biden for, you know, probably about half of this, but the other half is just being caused by Central America. Um, I don't know if this has happened yet. I know the president also said he wanted to help the Central American countries. Do you know if he did do that in any way? He's uh, supposedly going to send people down to talk to them, but to that hasn't happened yet. In some yet. way, okay. Well, that was what part of what President pr- President Trump was trying to do to find ways to encourage people to build the economies right. of those countries to keep well, them he there. He did take action related to that. I wouldn't be able to verbalize what it was, but I do recall well, there were actions yeah, that Trump they, took. Mark, they actually took uh, real action in, in the. Uh, the stimulus bill or the relief bill, whatever you want to call it, they allocated money to investigate the root cause of why people from Central America want to come to the United States. I mean, they're spending millions of dollars on this situation. But the bottom line is, I think the, the, the problem in my mind is we're bickering over this, we're bickering over that. We have a border that's not being enforced. Okay, if you want to fly into this country, well, that's not you have true. To be, you, you have to be on a list that says you're approved to come in to this country. You can walk across the southern border and be greeted with open arms by the Democrats, and it doesn't matter who you are. All right, okay? we got you. And look so at the number think, of people that have come across that are COVID positive. You know, we're, we're not letting people COVID positive in at other areas of the border, but we're letting them come across the border in, in the south. But That's, President Biden didn't open the border. The border's not open. There he should, gave them an invitation when he said you have 100 days. They perceived it as an invitation when he said... To get to the asylum centers, but of course now they're shut down. Look, look President okay. Biden didn't open the borders. There are individuals coming in the U.S. in much, much greater numbers now, particularly children. But President Biden didn't open the borders. Well, then why are they here? If they think the borders are closed, if they believe President Biden is serious about managing illegal immigration, why are they coming? They're crossing illegally. (laughs) Right, but why are they being encouraged? They weren't encouraged by Donald Trump to do that. In fact, they weren't coming in great numbers. They were discouraged by President Trump. He discouraged them from doing something we say is illegal. All right, Mike, uh, ten more seconds. That makes him terrible, doesn't it, Mike? One last thing. He shut down the border construction overnight, and the road that were built for border construction are now being used by the cartels to smuggle people across the border. Okay, I mean, it's just insane, if you ask me. And they're putting wristbands on them so that they can identify which ones have paid the cartel for their their safe passage. No, that's, no, 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 you know, no, no. Oh, yes, The U.S. Are. is not putting wristbands on No, no, on the anything. cartels are. The cartels oh, are putting wristbands on people so that they can tell Joe, they've been paid. you found illegal activity in Mexico? Did you hear that, Mike? We found some illegal activity <laughs> in Mexico. Hard to believe. Well, Joe has finally found an illegality in Mexico. Don't you wow. think that is brazen, that they, the, the cartels are putting wristbands on people so they know which ones are paid and they don't have to kill them? Doesn't that scare you? You answer that Doesn't that make you wonder what is coming across our southern border? You answer the question, Joe. You tell us. It's such a wonderful question. (laughs) Go ahead. What's the answer? The answer is to go back to President Trump's policies, which I think were humane. They were keeping people in Mexico. They were giving them the hearings. The the stay in Mexico thing. The Mexicans were helping us with the southern border of their country. They were helping us on the border of our country. They were shut down because they were overrun. Let me ask you this question, since you're such a big proponent of this. I'm not a proponent. I'm just... (laughs) 
<laughs> trying to be to, to what to, benefit to deflect all your little fox talking points. All here. right. Well, what benefit then, as a good liberal, what benefit accrues to the United States of America from what's happening right now at the border? With this massive illegal immigration and children being dumped at our border, what benefit is that to the people of the United States of America? Well, I think we could have that argument. You'd have to ask the president. Well, I'm this asking is, you. You're, you're, you're in favor of well, it. Well, I'm sorry. If, if you look across the table, you won't see Joe Biden sitting here. <laughs> I think we benefit I from, see his surrogate. from not turning away children who are unaccompanied. So I think you know, the president said he wanted to have a more empathetic response to kids trying to get across the border and, you know, to flee whatever it was they were fleeing or whatever they were trying to do. I think we've accomplished that. I, I don't think we look bad in the world's eyes by accepting children who come across the border. Now, I'm not sure that President Biden anticipated that we'd soon have, well, it's almost 10,000. I don't know what the exact number is, but it, you know, it goes up 1,000 a day. These children that are now in U.S. custody, of course, FEMA went down to go help them. So, all right, well, we'll, well take One of your... our texters says, oh, the border is what it is. Like it or not, we can't just send the children away and take a chance they'll be killed. Aren't their parents taking that chance when they send them unaccompanied to cross over into the United States alone? I don't think the parents are sending the teenagers. I think they're coming on their own. You know, they've decided that enough is enough, or maybe, they, maybe they consult. We're talking about these babes in arms that the Democrats were so upset about when Trump was stopping them. Okay, so what's the question about you? Mean, what's the age of the children you're talking about? Well, I'm just saying the ones that are, you know, unaccompanied children. I define children as preteens. Oh, okay. Uh, on the company preteen. What it did their parents send them? I don't know. If if you know that that happened. Well, they came no, alone. No, that's not wise parenting. Do you think a six year old decided, woke up one morning, and said, I think I'm going to walk 2,000 miles to the border of the United States mm-hmm. and cross over? Uh, excellent. Excellent point. You win. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to take a quickie break. You just want to get to the break. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my goals. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Subway Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at SunburyMotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. We have several texts in line this morning. One says, Democrat voters, the U.S. taxpayers spend millions or send millions of dollars to the Central and South American countries to be used to make those countries better. But they're spent sending their people here. It's past time to keep our money right here in this country. Right. And then, Mark, Biden's comprehensive immigration policy is bring thousands of illegals here, give them amnesty, pathway to expedited citizenship, and turn them into Democrat voters. The U.S. taxpayer spends Where'd billions. You get that? Uh, that actually should have been first. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, because the capital D for Democrat, that threw me into thinking oh, that was that's the where start. You started. Okay. okay, so Democrat voters, the U.S. taxpayer send millions of dollars to Central and South American countries. 
countries to be used to make those countries better, but they're sending their people here. It's past time to keep our money right where it is. And build a bigger wall as you want at the border. It will be cut down or tunneled under, etc. And an emailer says, a report last Friday on Fox News stated there are countless numbers of people from countries like Romania, Hungary, Africa, West Indies, and numerous other countries being identified in our southern border crossings. They fail to mention if they are detained or sent back. It's a good question. I don't know whether they are or not. Well, some are sent back. Apparently, we're still doing that to grown-ups at the border. So that's one President Trump policy that continues. It hasn't uh, hasn't been changed at all by President Biden. I heard a common sense discussion this morning on one of the channels. I don't what? remember which one it was. <laughs> but Not it, Fox. But, well, it may have been on Fox, but the, the, the point the guy was making is, look, we can work on making this a better situation, but, you know, what President Biden did by cutting out President Trump's policies is he opened the floodgates. If we have a common sense discussion about whether or not we need more worker permits to be issued, whether, you know, we need to increase immigration from these southern countries, but let's do it in an orderly fashion. Let's not just throw out what President Trump started. I mean, the question was, what did President Trump intend to do? It wasn't just, I don't think, a racist thing, as some of his opponents contend, to keep brown people out of this country. I think he was trying to stop illegal border crossings into the country. We don't know who these people are. We don't know what they bring with them, whether it's an illness or whether it's a criminal background or whether they're wonderful people who would be a tremendous asset to our country. We don't know if we can't examine them. And that's, you know, we don't just allow people to fly into this country willy-nilly, do we? You have to have some reason for being here. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, yeah, and even if you're from another country, you have to have some kind of visa, right? Don't right. you have to have, like, a tourist visa? Or you something? have to have some some permission to come to into the country. Right. And why we enforce that every other place but not on the southern border is beyond me. And for Nancy Pelosi to blame President Trump for this is just so absurd, it isn't even funny. Yeah, I'd love to see the explanation for that. You know, I think President Trump may be responsible for policies with which she disagrees, but to be responsible for the surge... Well, maybe just the end. Maybe they saw it coming that his term was over, but that's not President Trump's fault, I suppose. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Write it down. Uh, We are talking all about immigration and the southern border wall catastrophe crisis, or as uh, the president calls it, a challenge. We'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mr. Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan is directly across from me. Rob Center, we haven't given him enough credit yet. He is our fabulous producer, did a super-duper job on Sunrise this morning. He's causing a big stir on the campus of Bucknell University as they continue to enjoy... Are you okay over there? I've lost my little rubber band. Oh, you you have a uh, that's a little shock absorbing band that goes, that on, goes your on your microphone. microphone. Yes, it fell right. off. I was so excited when I was talking, it just jumped right off. Pop the band. Okay. <laughs> well, see, it's a shock absorber. You must have said something shocking. I did. It shocked like, it right. President into a- Biden's doing a good job. <laughs> Poing. 
<laughs> and off it went. Well, in some that ways. was shocking. Well, that's but not out of your mouth. All right. On the mark sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. Do check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Uh, 70236 is the text connect system. Uh, so dial that up, and that would be an opportunity for you to find out more about uh, the uh, breaking news that's happening around here. You can send us a message. Uh, Text Connect is available at WKOK.com on the Connect With Us uh, banner. Just uh, give us your cell phone or your text page or number thingamabob and uh, we'll send you breaking news. Commercial free. We don't sell the list to anyone. Joe's like up to like six pies here he wants for this list so that he can sell it to someone else but it's not for sale. We don't send you any advertising. Even, Even the Text Connect messages themselves aren't sponsored at this time so we just send you uh, closed roads, tornadic weather, weather warnings, important information, breaking national or local news, anything you need to know, we send to you via the Text Connect system. Some very brief news headlines here. A woman from Schuylkill County died in an ATV accident in Lower Northumberland County over the weekend. State police from Stonington tell us 21-year-old Carly Snyder of Pittman, Schuylkill County, was fatally injured in the incident around 3 p.m. Sunday. Troopers say she was a passenger in a four-wheel UTV that flipped over at the intersection of Howarters Road at Cemetery Road. They say the vehicle was making a turn when it hit an embankment and rolled over. The driver had minor injuries, and three other passengers, ages 4, 9, and 11, were not injured. State police say they were aided at the scene by the Northumberland County Coroner, EMS crews from Higgins and Area Services, along with volunteers from Clingerstown and Pillow Fire Departments. After winning its first district title in four decades, the rest of the Shikolami boys' basketball season is in doubt. Superintendent Dr. Jason Bendel says the district is sorting through everything now after a COVID-19 exposure within the team was reported last Sunday night. Uh, last night, uh, Shikolami defeated Central Mountain last Thursday to advance to the quarterfinals of the District 3 championship. The game, if it is still played, will be on WKOK, but it's anybody's guess whether they'll be able to sift through this and get uh, Shikolami on the court. Now I hope they do. They're right. The boys yeah, deserve it. Absolutely. Even if they have to maybe postpone it or something like that, although I guess this tournament has got to get wrapped up. Anyway, uh, red flag warning posted by the National Weather Service. That means uh, be extremely careful if you're doing any outside burning. Do not burn, do any unnecessary burning in the out-of-doors. They say with the winds and the quick green-up that we've had earlier, uh, there is a high risk of fire. There was a massive fire in Union County in East Buffalo Township and Buffalo Township. And that led to the closure of the Merrill Lynn Conservancy's Dale Angle Walker House and the Associated Trails. Over the weekend, they could be reopened later this week, but are off limits at the moment as volunteers trying to contain that fire. That red flag warning continues. Hospitalizations down still further thanks to the pandemic. Well, because the pandemic is winding down, I should say. Geisinger Danville, just 27 patients on board. You'll remember they had 165 two months ago. Uh, Geisinger 
singer Shemokin, eight people on board an evangelical community hospital, uh, just four COVID-19 patients. Now one of them is on a ventilator. Uh, Evan had 65 patients at their peak in January during a massive surge of COVID-19 hospitalizations. And as millions of Americans set their clock forward, among other important changes for daylight saving time, State Senator Scott Martin of Lancaster County is renewing his call to eliminate the time change. Martin urged the U.S. Congress to make daylight saving time permanent, citing studies that show the twice-a-year change results in more traffic accidents, health problems for individuals, and a loss of productivity in the U.S. That coincides with what is not on Joe's schedule today. National Napping Day is underway today. Except during the show. Yeah, good point. (laughs) Only one day into daylight saving time, and already we're exhausted from the lost hour. Today is National Napping Day. Encourage everyone, oh, it does, to take a nap at work. Tell your boss, napping is scientifically proven to boost productivity. Not while you're on the air. No, not, not, <laughs> Listen, uh, I agree with that. That's one common sense uh, piece of legislation I agree with. I think they should take that, make daylight saving time permanent. Just what is wrong? Why do we even do it anymore? I mean, I understand what it accomplished back in the it day. Was, well, yeah, during the war, during World War II, we had double daylight saving time. Okay. You know, which I don't think is necessary. They did stop that. You know, but it's not in today's world. I don't think it's as necessary to have it because their artificial light's pretty good. What would be safest for kids? Well, I think that's what they considered uh, daylight saving time to be safe for kids. We're going back to standard time in the winter because the kids actually would be going to school in light in the dead of winter they would be going to school in dark. So. Okay, so that's that's the dilemma. Well, most kids get driven to school by their parents these days anyway. Well, have you so, heard of school buses? It's yes. a wonderful new invention. I know, they're, they're still out there. All right, well, we want to keep kids safe, so we'll have to factor that in. 1-800-795-9565 is the telephone number. Than dialed. We've been talking about integration, immigration and the southern U.S. border and migrants flooding to the border and kids getting in, adults being turned away, asylum seekers, those uh, I don't know what they're doing. They were in limbo for years. Now they're, those centers reportedly aren't being utilized, so we don't know what's going on there. Dan, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Go right ahead. By the way, I have, I have a question. It's part of your sponsors. Uh, does the Mustang you drove, and you made me drool when you <laughs> talked about it, uh, did that have one motor or four? Oh, it has a motor, just one. Yeah, it does have some... It drives all four wheels. Yes, that's my understanding. I hope I'm saying it right. But yes, that's my understanding. Yes, it has one mo- okay. one motor and yep. it does have some gears. It does have a, th- a differential. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would have to have that in some way. I don't know how it works, but I, I did wonder if it had one or four motors. Uh, I, I called because I, I think Joe and Stan... And other people have forgotten who we're talking about at the southern border. Human beings like you and me and your family and my family. And you do not take machine guns to shoot people at the border. That would be one step worse than the policy of Trump and Stone. Stone said, we're doing this to warn people that if they come up here with their children, they lose their children. We'll warn them of that. Well, 
I am very glad that that is gone. I understand it's a real crisis with the southern border, but at least we're not the most embarrassing big country in the world. Uh, I anybody want to comment on that? Well, nobody wants to see children left out in the cold. But on the other hand, Than, you're just ignoring the fact that someone <laughs> put these kids at risk by sending them here unaccompanied to cross our border. Okay, now, that's that's unconscionable to me. I wouldn't send – I mean, I'm a parent, and I have grandchildren. I wouldn't send my grandchildren, who are uh, 12 and uh, 2 or 3, you know, I wouldn't send them across the border alone, unaccompanied, within the company of coyotes, hoping you know that I could get in. Whoa, you know whoa, what's whoa, happening. Whoa. You're not a poor person in a country where, oh, let's say the cartel recruits your older grandson at age, let's say, 17 – and the younger uh, grandson is also being groomed without their help, without their parents' permission. But you're, you're ignoring the fact cartel. that the cartels are the people bringing these kids across, Then They're charging them money. That's proven at the I border. I, I, I'm saying it's horrible. I'm just saying we don't have to look like the worst of the third world company, uh, countries with machine guns on the border and separating children into cages. I understand they're still holding people. You don't like that idea because you think, and I have no idea why you keep lying like this because you're not a liar generally. They're not <laughs> just opening the borders. They're trying to fix something. If you ever watched, uh, How do you fix something by breaking it and making it worse than it was before? You don't fix something by, you don't fix a sink by, you know, taking the washers out of it and to stop the drip. That only makes the drip worse. Well, yeah, I was going to use a home and garden idea, too. Did you ever see one of the shows where the people decide to buy an old house and flip it, and they get it for a real good price, and they really work on it? Generally speaking, that would be like what Trump left at the border. Rotten sills, broken <laughs> windows, leaky roof, a sink that doesn't work, water pipes that are broken. Now, somebody's got to fix that, and you have to go about fixing it one step at a time. But, Than, if the, if, the goal, Than if the goal was border security, you can't argue that it was less secure under President Trump. You can't argue that. Yes, I can. <laughs> really? How? <laughs> well, first place, threatening people who are looking for refugees. No, that's not an answer to the question. How, how is the border less secure under Donald Trump? Uh, you know what? I have no idea how to answer that. I'm not sure you do either, because you guys don't think of brown people as human. Oh, that's not true. Th that's always the result. That's always the final result with you. We're racist. We don't think brown people are human because we don't want to let the borders open, and we don't let people that we don't know what their motive is or why they're coming here or how they're that's coming here. That's the reason they go to court. Ninety-four percent of the people who are sentenced to go to court and then let loose go to court. They're just... Uh, where where did you get that number? I have never heard a number like that. Ninety-four percent show up. I have never heard a number like that. No, of course you haven't. Well, where did you get it? Where did you get it? Where did you get it? Where did I get it? It's been news for a long time, Joe. 
What, if, where? You, I'll tell you what. Go to Google. You can find it quickly. <laughs> All right, Dan, we'll give you the last word in another 10 seconds. Go ahead. Okay. I just think we should look like a first world country again and not be a frightening monster, as we called Russia many years ago, from America. We should be the good guys. All right. Thank you, sir. One of our good listeners sends us a note, says, Than, does the rule of law mean anything to you? No. <laughs> em- emphasis added by me. Uh, let's see. Uh, machine gun. There we go. So a texture says, no matter what kind of wall is built, it'll just be cut down or tunneled under. That's why it needs to be 100 foot high and 100 foot down with machine gun turrets and seismic sensors to well, detect going a little those far. kinds <laughs> of criminal activity. Good thing that texture wasn't a leader during World War II. Otherwise, we'd all be speaking German because uh, things didn't always go that way, uh, go well during the war. Another listener says, what Nancy Pelosi says was that the problem with the border because of the last administration under Trump. Yeah, and not specifically saying that Trump's policies made it worse, just that they inherited a big dilemma. President Trump's policies may have made it better, but they still uh, inherited something. So, good listener points that out. Uh, good morning. The border is is what it is. Like it or not, we just can't send children away and take a chance that they'll be killed. We read that. Oh. <laughs> well, then why is it still on the screen saying, read me, read me, baby? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll take a quick break. We do have an email that relates to immigration, but we'll take more texts sent to 70236, and we'll take more calls. So 1-800-795-9565. For the moment, anyway, we're talking about the U.S.-Mexico border. Uh, we saw on the news today something popped up. Uh, This is the Washington Post description of it. In a decree approved by Pope Francis, the Vatican Monday said priests cannot bless same-sex unions, saying that such relationships are not ordered to the Creator's plan. The blessing of homosexual unions cannot be considered licit, uh, says the Church. So that's the uh, Washington Post version of that uh, development uh, globally. So what's your view on that? 1-800-795... Mario Cuomo having his supporters call county uh, vaccine people trying to intimidate them into supporting the governor, or the implication is they won't get their vaccine. <laughs> okay, well, Mario Cuomo's still dead. I'm sorry, Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> you know, be Mario to me. funny? You love to make fun of President Biden and uh, if he forgets a name, but you are like perennially off. Hey, the, you see one Cuomo, the, you've seen them all. Right, that's right. No <laughs> argument there. All right, 1-800... It is open phones. one 800 U.S.-Mexico border issue and the President Biden Biden's policies, uh, the uh, uh, Pope's decree that no blessing of same-sex marriage is anytime soon in the Catholic Church is on board. So we'll talk about that. 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. I think we have calls. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We are talking about the U.S.-Mexico border. Uh, one of our good listeners makes an interesting point. Uh, so upper right-hand corner. How many more decades have to pass before this crisis has to persist? Shame on this country for not solving the problem in a fair and compassionate way. Our politicians have failed us once again. Stop your chronic complaining, Joe, and use your platform to demand action. My heart breaks for the children and the circumstances that they are living under. Whatever you do for the least of my brothers, that you do unto me. I think all of us would like to see the problem solved. The, pro- the issue is whether or not what President Biden has done is causing more of a problem or less of one. Or President Trump took the first step in closing, shutting things down, but he didn't take the second step of coming up with something humane and decent and fair. Now, if Joe Biden had kept Trump's policies in place at the border and then at the same time started an initiative to determine what is right, proper, and fair, I'd be okay with it. But instead, he had to sign an executive order, all of them getting rid of everything Trump did. He can't even acknowledge, and he's being called out by the New York Times and others on the left, even, for not even giving President Trump an acknowledgement for having uh, Operation Warp Speed and getting the vaccines. Well, in response to the email, President Trump was only there for four years, so he doesn't get full blame or credit for anything that happened at the border. He does get blame for the inhumane policy of separating children deliberately and and permanently permanently for hundreds of children. So that that is inexcusable. There's, there's is it? Did it discourage people from sending children here unaccompanied? Well, yes, it may have had that net effect. No argument there. But it's inhumane to, to waterboard somebody so they that didn't other water, people they didn't don't waterboard, commit crime. Come on, they didn't waterboard no, I'm, children. I'm naked. It's an illustration, Joe. Come on, work with me here. <laughs> I think if I you, will if you hang into something normal, but not something weird like that. <laughs> okay. How about this as an illustration? A family comes across the border illegally in the U.S. They're separate permanently from the U.S. The kids are taken away from the mom of any age, not just teenage kids. They're taken away. The kids are kept in the U.S. Oh, very few children were returned, and the parents are returned back that's, with that's no indication. That's family coming across. We're now right. talking about individual children coming across. No, I'm talking about what President Trump did. You asked, what did he do that's inhumane? Well, there's your answer. So in any event, okay, so just leave, set aside for the moment. This man has an excellent, well, I think it's a man. Uh, it's not signed, but it does say uh, that our politicians have failed us once again. Well, that's right. President True, Trump have. inherited this, and President Obama inherited this, and uh, President uh, George W. Bush inherited this, and President Clinton inherited this. What our good listener points out is that no, absolutely positively no one has done anything to affect positive long-term change there. And President Biden's initiatives, you know, they may help if they're fully enacted someday, but you know, okay. it's, it's not going to solve the problem. Let me give problem. you an 
analogy. You're laying on the sidewalk bleeding profusely. Here we go. Now, what do I do first? Do I, you know, call you and ask you if your headache is worse, or do I try and stop the bleeding? Or you, you stop, stop the bleeding, the bleeding right. first. And, what, what's, and then what's after happening? that, you work on assessing the rest of your problems and getting you to the point where you can stand on your feet again. So what should Biden do to stop the bleeding? He should reinstate President Trump's policies at the border. Then. Which one? Catch and release should be banned again. You know, we should... Well, we're turning away people now. Well, uh, who's but we're being not released? turning away, you know, stay in Mexico, that that part of the plan. Oh, okay. Well, working that, with our, that is, working that's with gone. the Mexicans to keep the southern border of their country closed and, you know, discourage people there. The stay in Mexico when you apply for asylum has been closed. We're now letting them in. You know, if he reinstated those and then at the same time. Them in. That's not happening. And then at the same time said we're going to work on a humane policy. We're oh, going to have a commission or whatever Joe, we're going Joe, to do. Joe. We're going to give you tomorrow off so you can bone up on this topic while you're gone. So at least I'm your statements boned. are true. <laughs> Al, you're on the mark. Well, you guys, thank you. And you guys were talking about the children. Uh, there was a report on Saturday morning that I watched on the Fox channel. And it was very early. Uh, there was a brown man interviewing two little girls. And there man. was another little girl standing back in the background with a crying toddler. Couldn't tell if that was a little boy or a little girl. And um, they they had a translator there. Well, he was the translator. And the white lady that was reporting it asked, uh, well, where's your mother? And then the little girl that's about eight or nine said her mother last night went to get him something to eat and never came back. And And there they are now they don't know where their mother got to, but these four children are now in our country, not knowing if they're ever going to see their mother again. And to me, that's a human crisis. What happened to the mother? You're saying that she was deported, or something never came back. Right, but what happened to we her? Don't know what happened to the mother? That's the crisis. Okay. We don't know what happened it's to the, the disappearing mother, mother crisis. We don't know what happened to the mother. That's a real crisis. When you don't know where your mommy is, and you. And you got your older sister taking care of a crying toddler behind you. You're holding hands with a little four-year-old, and you're, I don't know, 9 to 11, I think she was. She was pretty well-spoken. And they ask her, where's your mommy? And she says, I don't know. She went to get us something to eat last night and never came back. Yeah, you have to hand it to Fox. I, I I know the anchor you're talking about. We watched some of his coverage over the weekend. He's camped out down there at one of the border crossings. He's yeah, I, he's been there. Yeah, and I just about cried when I saw that. I mean, I could imagine. He's on twenty four seven as near as I can detect. So, all right, thank yeah, you so much, Al. Good, good. That's all I wanted to you know get across here. It's a human crisis, and uh, we should do all we can instead of all this partisan divide. We should do all we can for the humans. After all, we're all one big family. All right, we got you, brother. Thank you so much for calling in now. Thank you. Uh, 1-800-795-9565. We're going to take calls out of order so that we can stay on the border conversation. Then we'll get uh, Tom on and talk about uh, Governor Cuomo or Mario Cuomo, as he's uh, known around here. Uh, The (laughs) topic is the border. Uh, Dennis, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Good morning, guys. How are you? Um, I just wanted to make mention, one of the things that, in all this discussion about border crossings, we sometimes totally neglect the fact that we have a northern border also. You don't hear much of that, but interesting enough, I just read the statistics on there, 
we have in the United States something like sixty-five to seventy-five thousand Canadians live here illegally, and and they're under the same penalty as you know whether they cross the southern border. You know, if they're found out, they're sent back. You know, they're detained, no less than thirty days, and sent back. One of the interesting um, you know statistics they have too is that it's nowhere near as like the southern border, but they said the Canadian border within the last six months has gone up. 91 percent and now it sounds almost funny when you hear about it but it's like 958 mexicans crossed from you know canada through vermont new hampshire and were detained and caught but that's still up like 91 percent from what it was six months ago and i sort of had a chuckle at that i mean it's like a drop in the bucket compared to what's going on at the southern border but still sometimes we forget that there's a what, four thousand mile border above us Although that's apparently it's electronically controlled, they can they have some kind of setup there, some kind of radar detection system that they know if it's a caribou or a moose crossing the border, <laughs> and and it shoots across the yeah, it's it's bizarre, but they can actually you know be a thousand miles away and they can monitor what's crossing the border up there, like above Montana and those areas. But just thought I'd throw that out. So there. why isn't that used on the southern border? Well, it was, and some of it was put into place. The other thing that's missed on the southern border is is that, uh, I don't remember how many was the figure, and I heard it on Fox, that southern border agents were just sent home. It was like, bye, it's over with. So not all of them, I'm sure, but I'm like, well, you know, who's controlling the border now? Nobody. And who's watching that, monitoring that system? Because it is in place down there. But I don't think it's the whole length of the system. All right, like we Canada gotcha. has. All right. So. Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling in. Okay. Right. Yeah. One, if you get a moose crossing the border in Mexico, you'll know it. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. One of our good listeners loves the wall. Says building a big, beautiful wall would be the answer to the problem at the border. There's no one saying people can't come to the USA. We just want them to um, to. Where are we? <laughs> I don't know. Looks like we lost that last yeah, we're part. Last we we want them to do something, but and it starts with a K. We want them to stay in the U- <laughs> in Mexico. How about that? We'll, we'll complete his <laughs> sentence. How about this one? All right. Humane treatment at the border. How about people stop breaking our a really simple law? Don't cross without permission. Machine guns at the border would send a strong deterrent message to those wanting to cross our border illegally. People would think twice with a no go zone protected by strong defenses. All right. One eight hundred. Seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. Uh, we got a caller on the line who's concerned about a man who Joe McGranahan refers to. Andrew as... Cuomo. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're sure. <laughs> All right, Tom, thanks for waiting. You're on the mark. Yeah, I'm going to use the uh, Joe McGranahan theory of solving Andrew Cuomo's problem. I can hardly now, wait. <laughs> uh, Andrew Cuomo is just a terrible, a terrible uh, human being. He's just a terrible, pathetic human being. But I voted for him, his policies, and I would vote for him again. <laughs> but uh, but I don't think they should impeach him. I think they should uh, censure him. That's, well, Joe, <laughs> that's, the, that's that's what I think should happen. That's the Joe. 
McGranahan's uh, theory of how to solve that problem. That's not true. I have never said that I don't think Governor Cuomo should get the benefit of the investigation that's there. I didn't like it when they did this to Brett Kavanaugh. I don't like it while they're doing it to him. The women should be heard, should be respected. What I'm calling out is the hypocrisy where people on the left are saying initially that the survivor should be believed. We must believe these women. That's when it was Brett Kavanaugh. Now that it's Andrew Cuomo, it's, oh, we should have an investigation first. That's what I'm calling well, I was out. Talking, I was talking about Donald Trump the way what you said about Donald Trump. I we wasn't know. talking about Brett Kavanaugh. I, you said that but Donald Trump was a terrible human being. Right. But you voted for him anyway because you like his policies. True. And that's what I'm saying about Andrew Cuomo. Yeah, Andrew Cuomo is just a terrible, despicable human being. <laughs> but I, but I like his policies. Therefore, I voted for him, and I would vote for him again. Which policies of his do you like? I think he should be impeached. I think he should be censured. That's just what you said about Trump. Which policies I'm do you like? Your theory. I'm using your theory <laughs> on Andrew Cuomo. Okay, which policies of his do you like that you're so enamored with that you voted for him? Andrew Cuomo? Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just, you boy, you didn't, never gave any of these two voters for Trump. Oh, just, yes, I'm I just, did. I'm just pointing out your <laughs> we, hypocrisy. Oh, yes, I did. Tom, oh, yes, I did give reasons why I like we President Trump's years policies. To it. <laughs> Joe talking about point it. Out, as far as just immigration, what you want to do is they won't do it, and Trump wouldn't do it because he has people work, he has illegal immigrants working in his hotels and golf courses. What you got to do is you have to go around to all these employers and you have to root them out and you have to find these employers and yeah. you got to make it hurt. We agree. You don't need, you do not need a wall. You do not need a wall. You need an invisible wall. They did that, Tom. Didn't they do that a few years? If people do not want to come into this country because there is nothing here to get, they're not going to come. Tom, it's just that simple. Tom, didn't we do that a few years ago? Weren't there actually ice raids in businesses and no, people were held? They did a couple. They did a couple. That was it. They didn't. They never were serious about it. Well, don't you think that the Democrats would be very upset if that happened? I don't care whether they would or not. That's what you're going to have to do. No, I agree you're with either, you. You're either, you're either, and I don't, I don't, I guess, I voted for Joe Biden, but I don't agree with everything Joe Biden does. Okay, fair enough. You're I didn't agree with that. You're going to have immigration laws, and you're going to enforce them, or you're not. And that's it. There's no, there's no in-between. All right, we agree. Hey, how about that, Tom? Let's have a celebration. You and I agree. And well, before we, I wish you would agree with me on your hypocrisy on uh, Andrew Cuomo, as you, or as you call him, Mario. Right. <laughs> I'm getting old, Tom. Forgive me. I'm sorry. But this, but this wall is a complete waste of money. That's what they did back in back in the medieval days with China. That stuff is is a joke today. You need it where people come across with trucks and things like that, and you got to have it in high population areas where. People can just run across, but you don't need it out in the wilderness. You just take away the person's reason for coming. If they have no reason to come, they're not going to come. I don't care whether there's a wall there or there isn't. Okay. Fair point. <laughs> it's just as simple as that. It's just a very simple problem. I could, I could solve the problem in ten minutes. Well, what, must, what are you be, running for? I'll vote for you. Yeah, it must be something. <laughs> that, that's what I. You're either going to have an immigration problem or you're not. And, and what would, there's no in between. How would you solve this issue in ten minutes? I would say, 
I would say that uh, you, they, I would go around to all these employers. Of course, it would take longer than 10 minutes. But I'd go around to all these employers, and I'd say, this is your only shot right here. This is your free this is your free pass. Okay. The next time we come, and we're going to come unannounced, and we're going to come lots of times. And next this, time we come, okay, this is for individuals. Five thousand dollars for every illegal immigrant you have. All right. See, so this is your way of catching all the individuals who are in the U.S. illegally, but that doesn't do anything for the border, regardless. It if, does if, because they're not going to want to come. It ain't going to help for the kids. I don't know no what work. you're going to do about the kids. I mean, what they should do, I guess, on that is. If they're supposed to come to the first country, which is which is uh, Mexico, Mexico, yep, they ought to tell Mexico, don't let them, don't let them into your country because when they get up to our border, they're not getting in. That's what Donald Trump did, well, Tom. Yeah, that, that's that what Donald happening. Trump did. Yeah, it's uh, still he happening. He let them in and then he separated them. But you have well, individuals he, from Mexico trying to get in the U.S. That's they what have no he, that's what happened to to. at first. But then the when he uh, got those agreements with the southern people, moving on. that stopped. Thank you so much, Tom. Thanks for checking in. All right. Appreciate Take care, that. Tom. 1-800-795-9565. We're talking border security and Nancy Pelosi and President Trump and President Biden and uh, individuals from Central America coming to the U.S. Joe still wants to know why a mother in Central America who has everything going for her would send children to the U.S. border. If anybody knows that answer, call us oh, now. come on. Under any circumstances, would you have sent your daughter unaccompanied thousands of miles away from home, hoping that you'll be able to get into another country? Would you have ever done that? No, right. you wouldn't. There's the, there's, the, there's the question, folks. Is it feasible? There could be an answer to which uh, Joe would be satisfied with a yes answer. 1-800-795-9565. Are there any circumstances anybody in Central America or Mexico could be in that would lead them to say, yes, go to the border, young child. Uh, you know, whatever is supposed to be there is going to be better than here. What could those circumstances be? Joe literally doesn't know. So answer the question. 1-800-795-9565. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, we got open phones, 1-800-795-9565. Dale, thanks for waiting through the break. You are on the mark. What are we doing wrong here? I just think the uh, United States is in bad shape. I think, you know, Russia and China probably want to blow us off the map, and we have, we're going to have a civil war. What's going to happen first? I don't know. I just think uh, our leadership now is run by pedophiles and rapists. And the integrity of every what our, our leadership is pedophiles and rapists. No, our leadership is being run by pedophiles. Oh, who's running yeah. these people? This is scary First news. All, who's our leaders? Well, <laughs> I just want to say every branch of government in the United States right now, the integrity is totally in the basement. So, you know, I'm just wondering what's going to happen. I mean, is cool heads going to prevail, or I mean, we're going to have World War Three first or Civil War? What's going to happen? I don't know. I'm not paying too much attention to it because I just I just don't think I should be commenting on other people's feelings. But I just I just really believe that we must open Pandora's box or something. United States is very bad. Too. Well, that's I certainly. A... I think I might run. I might run south of the border. I'm thinking. So you're you're going to try to get into Mexico illegally? You'll be in jail for yeah. years. They have a tough immigration yeah. policy there. <laughs> you have to wait a long time. Yeah. I... I don't know, but I just hope that, you know, 
I just see people reacting and kind of respond to. I think people get it, it gets to you if you respond to it. I'm not sure, but it's just fun show to watch. Even you guys, like you're part of the show too, believe it or not. <laughs> Are just, we being controlled by these rapists and pedophiles? No, it's just funny how Mark, <laughs> Mark, like he's a chameleon. But when you get a Republican office, he goes hard left. When you get a Democrat in office, I mean, he goes moderate. I mean, you know, it's it's. He's pretty much figured it out. I mean, I, I understand he tries to be moderate, but he goes hard left, though, once you're in the Democrat in office. He's a tool so, of the Bar Association, for sure. Yeah, I just want to know what's going to happen. I mean, I can't wait for this Sam Fuse to, you know, get to the end here. Okay. I, if it's going to be World War III, might just get it on. All right, we got you, brother. Thank I you. I don't think we want to have World War III or a Civil War, Dale. I, I certainly hope you're well, wrong. It, well, the good thing about the immigrants is when the Hunger Games start, we got a lot of farmers. Excellent point. Well, the Hunger yeah. Games start. Yeah, let's hope we don't have the Hunger Games. Hope you got some toilet well, paper. Uh, hyperinflation's coming probably within a month. But, so. but, Dale, may the odds be ever on your side. Oh, wait. Hyperinflation within a month. I'm writing that down. Uh, and I'm pretty what, sure. What? I'm pretty sure. Oh, oh wait, wait. Now he's pretty late. sure. All it takes is trying to uh, unload some, uh, some of our debt. Unload some stock. That's all it takes. Okay. I don't know. It's precarious. There's no argument there. You need a cabin in Montana. We're hanging on by our fingernails here. Listen to the birds chirp. It's a better story. All right. All right. Do we have birds chirping sound effects over there by any chance? I said the border is not open, but one of our listeners who's there yeah, we're, says... Uh, it's always great to hear from Larry G., who listens to us from down in Texas. He says, wow, so much confusion. The border is open. Over the weekend, a friend with the Texas National Guard witnessed folks of all ages coming into the country on large rafts being provided by the cartels. More than a 1,000 people wait daily by the river for their turn to get onto a raft to cross the river into the U.S., I know this is factual because my friend sent me a phone video of the crossings. Those crossings into the U.S. are made up of people of all ages. When the floaters hit the Texas shore, the older persons start running. The unaccompanied children are taken into safety by the border agents and the guard. Once again, I invite Than to come down to help the border rather than bloviate about how well the things are going to be if we just play nice with one another. And I've seen those pictures, uh, whether you like it or not, Fox News had them on. They showed the boats coming well, across. They crew station down And there. they showed the people, they showed the people lined up on the other shore waiting to get on the boats. All right. And they had to have their cartel wristband to make sure they were paid. My statement that the border is not open simply means that President Biden didn't open the border. This thing with the boats could have and did have happened when President Trump was in. So your statement that President Biden opened the borders is untrue. There are have always been and probably always will be individuals coming over the U.S. border and illegally. And there it's not open. Now they may get in the U.S. illegally and there's, you know, it's obvious that that is happening. But it isn't true to say that the border is open. That's all. Well, it's not officially open, yes, but it is you. open. It is. They are not doing what they can to stop well, it. Well, I, I, I guarantee you, President Biden didn't open the border. If I open that, if I don't, if I take that door off the hinges, 
uh, you can say the door is closed, but it can be opened by just pushing it in, and that's what they're doing. They're pushing the <laughs> they're door pushing down. The door. All right. One of our texters sends us a note, upper right-hand corner, Joe. Said the lefties want to get rid of ICE. Who's going to conduct those raids? Well, that's an interesting well, question. Well, there'll be another agency. They're not going <laughs> to get rid of it. Get rid of it. Then one of our other uh, listeners wants to know, which policy do you like, Tom? The one that put COVID-positive seniors into the nursing homes, killing thousands? Oh, back on Cuomo. Right. And then, Tom, do you live in New York? If not, and if you voted for Cuomo, you committed voter fraud. Well, he was just doing an illustration. Even <laughs> yeah, I he saw was. That I got that, too. All right. Uh, knock the door. Knock on the door. Back Don't the crawl border. through the window. It's the rest of that bit. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. So... All right, and we have a dangling priest. Where does that belong? So and the cancel culture, Nazis going to cancel the Pope now because he has declared some same-sex or same-sex unions are not to be blessed by the Catholic Church and its priests. Uh, will they cancel the ch- church? Possibly they will. Okay. And then what are the millions of dollars we send south used for? If the cartels are so bad, why don't these governments solve their problems? Then why do you always call those that want secure borders racists? Okay. One he does. He says we hate brown people because we want immigration reform and we want the borders protected. Well, you do hate brown people. You <laughs> think they're mostly rapists. No, I don't. I, no, who does? Come on. Get serious. Nobody thinks that. President Trump? There are wonderful Hispanic people, and, and many of them don't like the fact that we're not, you know, we're not enforcing the border laws. one 800 We'll take one more caller. We have one more email. We'll read that on the radio. One more break. one 800 When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. You know, that's an interesting spot that we just ran with, yeah, the, the, three, with the, the three former presidents talking about getting vaccinated. There's been quite a lot of talk about the fact, and over the weekend on one of the uh, weekend news shows, Dr. Fauci was asked about the fact that President Trump has not come out, even though he got the vaccine himself, and, and, and advised fellow Republicans to get it. And a survey showed that like 50 percent of Republican voters say they are not going to get or they don't want to get the vaccine, while 40 percent, 50 percent. And then Dr. Fauci was asked that if President Trump came out and said, urged his fellow supporters, their supporters, to get the vaccine, uh, would they do it? Dr. Fauci said, that, and he thought, and I think probably correctly, that President Trump's supporters would get it if he told them to. Mm-hmm. But here's the interesting fact. He got it before he left the White House. Secret. And he hasn't come out He hasn't come out publicly and asked his supporters to get it. And I think that would help. I think if there's a hesitancy on the, port, on the part of Republicans to get this vaccine, and I can't for the life of me imagine why, because it's President 
President Trump's doing that we have it, mm-hmm. whether you love the well, guy or hate him. Joe Biden is distributing it, or the Biden administration is in charge of the distribution. Republicans see it as an extension of Joe Biden's policies, the fact that the vaccine becomes available. But why can't we give them both credit? I think President Trump deserves a great deal of credit for, you know, setting the environment to get the vaccines. And President Biden deserves some credit for trying to roll them out and, and make sure that people get that. shots. Well, and Joe Biden I'll missed give them both credit. Right. Joe Biden missed an opportunity last Thursday to shore up this divide. I mean, to help with the divide by giving uh, President Trump credit for warp speed. But, you know, President Trump has done so many egregious things, you know, including keeping the stop the steal going and and, you know, the many other Trump uh, infractions that the, he won't he won't do that. He won't even give him credit for warp speed. Well, that you make the same point. I, I'm uh, addicted to the show on Fox called Media Buzz on Sundays with Howie Kurtz. And uh, they always have somebody from the left and somebody from the right. That guy from the Federalist, and I forget who the woman was who was on. But she made the same point you just made, that President Trump, you know, wouldn't acknowledge that Joe Biden won the election, never conceded, mm-hmm. you know, kept the stop the steal going, and that that's why Biden... To this Biden, very day. That's why Biden won't, you know, give the guy any credit. You know, I think you could say, listen, President Trump and I have serious disagreements. I don't like the way he's behaved, but I have to give him credit for, you know, getting Operation Warp Speed going and getting vaccines at least started in this country. You know, and then Biden, did you see that Biden was fact-checked by the New York Times, and they called his statement, his speech the other night, they pointed out things that were misleading mm-hmm. and exaggerations. When it was Trump, they were lies. But with Joe Biden, it's exaggerations <laughs> and misleading. Well, so is, what's goes the back difference? To when is it a lie or when is it just an opinion that that is wrong, you know? So I don't think the New York Times... <laughs> is the best source to go for uh, objective news about either president. No, but it's all fostering the same thing, that we can't acknowledge that the other side's doing some good or has done Mm -hmm. some good. Well, Joe Biden could have gone a long way last Thursday. You know, we use this phrase at at my house called uh, try to be the bigger person. You know, like if somebody's infracted you in some way or done something, we'll try to be the bigger person and move on. Well, Joe Biden missed a huge opportunity last Thursday night. He should have said President Trump spearheaded warp speed, which helped expedite things, made money available to uh, vaccine makers who needed it. But unfortunately, the uh, fact is that there was... He missed the chance. He could have done it, but didn't. Well, in any event, I do believe President Trump should come out and urge his supporters to get vaccinated for all of our goods. All right. This is WKOK Sunbury.